How can I keep my family safe this summer? What can I do to beat the heat? How should I treat bug bites and bee stings? All that and more on this episode of The Healthiest You. Hey, it's Mike and Steph from B104. And today we're talking about how you and your family can have a safe and enjoyable summer. Mike, I want you to give me the best thing and the worst thing about summer for you. I love the sun, like getting out, like playing in the water. Mm -hmm. And then the worst part is the sun getting out (laughs) and playing in the water. I would have to say that you get that nice weather where you can spend a lot more time outside. And then the worst thing for me is I tend to garden and not recognize poison ivy and I'm really allergic. And so there you go. Yeah. And how about bee stings? I can't, oh, mm-hmm. like the, you see them, you're mowing the lawn. Suddenly there's a nest in the ground and boom, you're running like the, for the hills. Dr. Beth Kariva with LVPG Family Medicine Easton Avenue is with us to discuss summer safety. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Tell us about yourself. We know you're a doctor, but what do you like to do outside of work uh, during the summer? I love to be outside, so trail running, hiking. Uh, We're also really into bird watching in my house right now, so getting up at the crack of dawn and heading out with our binoculars to find some new birds. Oh, bird watching. That's exciting. Most people are spending more time outside, kind of like you described, at the beach, barbecues, hiking, and beyond. Should I be wearing sunscreen every day, even if it's cloudy outside? Yes, and I am embarrassed to admit it, but my very worst sunburn was on a cloudy day some time ago, but I I didn't think to put on sunscreen. So even 15 minutes of being outside on a cloudy day with the UV rays can cause a sunburn. So definitely want to wear that sunscreen. By the way, what makes a good sunscreen? Are there certain things I should be looking for on the label? So there's two different types of sunscreens, mineral and chemical. Both are effective at blocking the sun's rays, though some can be have some skin irritation or sensitivity to the chemical-based sunscreens. So many are now recommending the mineral sunscreens. All right, I have two questions for you. Which should be applied first, sunscreen or bug spray? And what do you think about the sunscreen-bug spray combo that you see available? Uh, definitely want to apply the sunscreen first. Otherwise, it can interfere with the absorption of both. Um, And I tend to favor applying them separately because sunscreen you are going to need to apply more often, whereas bug spray will last a little bit longer. Hmm. And speaking of unwelcome guests of the summer, like your uncles, your aunts, that guy next door, also bugs. What are some do's and don'ts when it comes to bug spray? Sure. So you definitely want to avoid getting it into the eyes, um, not spraying the bug spray under clothing. So you want to wait until you're all ready to go out and then spray it on over your clothing. Um, Do use EPA registered products. Uh, Those will be clearly labeled and you'll know that those are safe. And for children under three, you want to avoid products with oil of lemon eucalyptus or PMD. I've already had to deal with this uh, this month. How can I stop the itch when I do get a mosquito bite? That is a tough one. So either oral antihistamines like Claritin or Zyrtec work really well, or you could also use a topical hydrocortisone. So you don't put mud on it like they say in the cartoons or something? It just <laughs> takes everything away? I would not recommend that, no. Mm. Are we going to ask about jellyfish? Because there's a cure for that one too. I don't... <laughs> not a part uh, of the show. <laughs> what should I do if I get stung by a bee or wasp? And how can I relieve the pain? So you can start by applying a cold compress that will take away some of the sting. Um, And similar to a mosquito, you can also use an oral antihistamine uh, or even a pain reliever such as Tylenol or ibuprofen. And what can I do to keep uh, ticks away? So 
recommend using a tick repellent, also potentially wearing long sleeves, long pants. I know easier said than done on days like today when it's really warm outside. And then after you've been out in an area that has a known high rate of ticks, you definitely want to make sure that you're doing a check when you get home, especially around areas like the waistband and the top of socks where you might be more likely to find them. So what's the best way then to remove a tick if you find one on yourself or your child? So if you do find one, you can use tweezers and you want to try to get as close to the skin as you possibly can and pull straight up. Uh, and that's really the, the best way to to remove the tick without crushing it. Oof. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Oof. Listen, I know staying hydrated can help me beat the heat. So how much water should I be drinking each day? That is a great question. And and the answer is it depends. So it depends on, on what you're doing, how much time you're spending outside, your activity level. A good rule of thumb is about three liters a day. Uh, and that's water. But also keep in mind, we get a lot of water from certain fruits like watermelon and, and vegetables like cucumbers and, and of course, other beverages. So I would aim for about three liters. What can I do to prevent heat-related illnesses like heat exhaustion or heat stroke? So those typically happen when you've been exercising outside in really warm weather. Uh, So you want to make sure that when you are outside, you're drinking plenty of water, might want to consider adding some electrolytes, um, and also being very mindful for those who are frail or have certain health conditions that really to try to limit being out in the heat for too long of a period of time. Swimming, of course, is in season now, and a lot of people are headed to the pool. What are some rules to remember so everyone has a safe and fun time? So definitely want to go back to that sunscreen and make sure to reapply throughout the day. And then the Red Cross recommends having water watchers. So if you're not at a place with a lifeguard, making sure that someone has been designated to keep an eye, on, especially the the younger individuals who might be in a pool, um, because the the floaties and the the inner tubes aren't always enough to keep folks safe. So having someone keeping an eye on the water. I know some of my fondest memories are going down to the beach and having fun with the family there, planning vacations that way, always going swimming on the beach. What are some of the safety precautions to keep in mind if you like to go swimming in the ocean? So you want to check local safety sites for any specific precautions for a given area. Always make sure that you're swimming in an area that's been designated as safe for swimming and has a lifeguard readily available. And then ideally have a buddy with you when you're going into the water. Now, this always scares me, the dangers of swimming in open waters, the rip currents. So what should you do if you find yourself caught in one? So if you're caught in a rip current, the instinct is to swim for the shore as fast as you can, but actually that can make things worse. So ideally you want to swim parallel to the beach um, until someone can come out and assist you. Now, see, I knew we were going to get back to the jellyfish thing, Steph. (laughs) I'm going to bring it up. I'm bringing it up. Okay. I heard that some people think you should pee on a jellyfish thing. Is that true? You said it. Unfortunately not. That is a little bit of urban legend. That has not been found to be effective. I told me that a couple of years back. <laughs> <laughs> so what should you do? So if you do get a jellyfish sting, you should soak the skin in hot water uh, and remove any tentacles with the tweezers. Um, If you do have a mild reaction, you can use antihistamines or oral pain medicines, though there are some people who unfortunately have more severe reactions. And if so, then you would want to see a doctor right away. Listen, before we go, we can't forget that the 4th of July is this weekend. I'm looking forward to seeing some fireworks, maybe lighting a couple of sparkles in my backyard. Do you have any tips to remind us to celebrate safely? 
Sure. So with fireworks, uh, avoiding giving them to young children, not pointing them at children or pets, of course. Um, if you are lighting fireworks, wear eye protection, uh, only light one at a time. And also lots of grilling, I'm sure, will be happening this weekend. So making sure that you're doing all of that outside, not inside a tent or a camper, uh, using long handle tools um, and keeping children and small pets away from the hot grills. Thank you so much for your time, Dr. Kriva. Oh, my pleasure. Thank you. We hope everyone enjoys their summer and has a happy and safe 4th of July weekend. If you have a minor injury or illness, turn to LVHN Express Care. But for more serious injuries, including burns, get to the nearest LVHN ER and learn more at lvhn.org slash emergency. And remember, be safe, be smart, and be the healthiest you. <laughs>